This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.44 and for today on Twitter, a subject close to our hearts, what is the role of libraries in Malaysia? So this comes from two specific tweets. It started with a tweet by uh, Dr. Melati Nungsari, who is an assistant professor of economics. And she tweeted, I saw something earlier about libraries closing too early. Somebody mentioned there's not enough demand to merit 24-7, hour li- 24/7 libraries. But the thing is, I also don't think we fully utilize libraries the way we should as a society. Libraries can be the center of social activities. Now, to this, Azif Azudin replied, he's of course an independent an urban mobility researcher. And he said, in Malaysia, libraries are still treated as spaces for learning, i.e. reading and discussions. But abroad, good public libraries are community spaces. People go there to rent movies or music, play console games, take citizenship classes, find jobs and so on. And then um, Azif goes on to say, Eric Klein... Kleinenberg, I think, uh, a sociologist, has written extensively on social infrastructure. Libraries are an exemplary cornerstone of a space where communities gather and strengthen, where public funded public goods actually help build resilient communities. Uh, He went on to say that he spent a lot of time in the National Library and that the National Library feels ancient, the catalogue is uninspiring, and says that students and the elderly often go there to read casually or study, but that the atmosphere is not inviting. We've spoken about libraries in in a few forms over the years on the evening edition and they have broadly, uh, not broadly actually, they've always been in this context, the context of what is wrong with our libraries and why it is that we still think of them not as community centres but instead as um, the house of books. I, Mm. I, I sometimes think we genuinely believe that that's all they do, that it is a building that houses books and computers that people can go to and loan stuff for free. And Perhaps it's partly how we're taught about things. Uh, it's partly how we experience libraries um, at a school level because that's all they mean to us. But it is true that if you have spent time um, studying abroad even, or if you are the kind of person who likes visiting spaces like libraries when you are abroad, then you'll see that libraries in other countries are very, very different from that stereotype. Um, People go to spend time, people think of the library as an extension of a community space, which is the, the central argument here. I love the idea of thinking of libraries as community spaces. I mean, I feel like I've given Singapore as an example too many times in the last one or two weeks, but um, Singapore actually does this really well. There are libraries in practically every area and they each function to be exactly that, not just a space for people to read, but a space for people to have events, a space for people to gather. Um, And they're always accessible. They're walkable from most areas. So maybe not Singapore per se, but in other countries, libraries are so beautiful, people get married in them. Yes, you know, yes, which is unimaginable here. Um, I'm just thinking about the first time that I spent a significant amount of time overseas, which was when I was about 12 and we went to visit my aunt in the US for the first time. My parents would drop me off in the library when they went out to, say, do shopping or whatever, because there was just so much to do there. I would read, I would watch movies, I would I listen to music, and then they would have like activities for children. There's just so much that you can do. Um and I, I, I do think that we have a lot of potential. It's just that nobody seems to 
think this way about libraries. So if we look at the tweets in response to this, uh, Zainal Rahman says, Library should be a resource and knowledge centre. During my graduate studies, all I needed was to inform the librarian of my research topic. After a week, a cubicle was assigned for me with all the books and materials related to my topic, which I think uh, speaks to the usefulness. We, we've been talking about libraries, but we should also probably talk about the role of the librarian, which is a job ah. that is underappreciated. Um, Razin says, Korean libraries even have campus services for the people who want to stay until midnight to finish their assessments or reading their books. I love that. I love the idea of being able to sleep in and read a book <laughs> in a library. Um, I often also think about libraries that you can use as um, places to have, say, watch parties because a lot of libraries around the world have screening rooms and um, you can rent a movie and then you can watch it right there, which I always thought was quite cool. Um, Pluton Chick says, I wonder if you've been to the Shalam Library. I went the other day. I was mesmerized. There was a computer, a kids section where kids can actually have fun playing, even if they're allowed people. They even And even if they're allowed, people don't care much. And location for photo shoot, Chante. So maybe. I've actually never been to the Shalam Library, but I've heard a lot of people actually compliment it. A few people um, are bringing up libraries around Malaysia. Chia Yi says, here, here, ran a book sharing activity to share strategies in building speech language at Tanjung Aru's new library last time in Sabah. And the turnout was amazing. Also did one just at an outdoor playground. Okay, uh, big contrast, outdoor <laughs> playground in JB. We need more of these spaces instead of fancy halls. Alif says, actually, people have been going to libraries to find jobs, attend job interviews, talk about business, do academic consultation, do content and for art activities. We need to prepare spaces in the library for such purposes. So that's exactly it, right? It's, it's, um, so the earlier tweet by Azif talked about inviting atmosphere. I think that's a huge part of it. Even if, say, our libraries are not inclined to themselves provide too many activities, I think they need to be able to create spaces that people feel comfortable to come in and repurpose to their needs. Uh, a last shout out for a library. Chonlo says, try to visit Pustaka Negri Sarawak. They're doing workshops, activities, competitions, festivals every month, every weekend. I did my internship there and PNS is not like the common library we used to go to. So uh, we've been talking today about libraries and what their roles are, whether they're just spaces to learn and read or whether they should be inviting community centres where you can do more than that, where you can hang out, where you can have activities. Um, and we'd like to hear from you. Uh, what role would you like libraries to play in Malaysian society? And how, if you want to shout out a library, would love to hear. Uh, or if you want to give recommendations maybe on how libraries can can shift so that they can be better appreciated, so that people will use them more. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, and tweet us at BFM Radio. Break from mediocrity. BFM 89.9. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And we've been talking today about a couple of different things. Uh, firstly, the issue of libraries in Malaysia and whether they really should be used more as community centres. What would it take to get us there? Uh, do you have recommendations of libraries you want to bring up? If you want to weigh in, that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Let's start with libraries. 
So, Siu Eng says, yes, the Shalam Library, it's gorgeous, has a tranquil lake, a huge canteen. Quality and consistency might be suspect because of lack of demand. A forum space, small rooms for discussions, even a gym. Is that close enough to a community centre? I think so. I think so. Uh, Siu Eng goes on to say, weirdly, we have to take off our shoes and carry them in a recycling tote bag supplied by the library. But the library is totally not accessible, tucked away in a road that only seems to lead to a golf club. So the shoe thing... I've seen it in some spaces, mostly about keeping the space clean, I think. I have a question. I really want to go to the library. It sounds amazing. Me too. Um, I have a question. Am I going to a public restroom without shoes? Ah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, it's, it's a relevant question. Because if we're talking about community centres um, then or a community centre, then you also need to consider that we're talking about public amenities. Then you also need to consider that we're talking about a restroom. Maybe. Be their slippers or maybe the restroom is outside the area that needs shoes. Sure, because if not, am I wearing public slippers in a public restroom and then... Clearly, we just need a site visit. Yes. This is our mission. Yes. Um, in all seriousness, though, I, I was looking at pictures of the Shah Alam Library and it looks amazing. I really want to go. We were just talking about covering it for our book show by the book. So, <laughs> so expect that coming up. Um, but yeah, I think that it just sounds... It sounds great. Whether it is accessible and whether enough people know about it is another question. No, so that for me is always key with libraries and, and actually any arts, culture spaces. Accessibility, meaning public transport, people can get there easily, people know where it is, is always important. Um, Anil says... Oh, sorry, Sue Ing is back actually oh. to answer my question saying um, there are slippers and you can use your shoes because remember you're carrying oh. them in the bag. Okay. Okay, so I thought that you wouldn't be allowed to use the shoes even in the restroom and my mind was was buzzing. I, I, I don't mind telling you. So problem solved, <laughs> yes. I'd say. Um, now, Anil is saying, forgot that buildings still exist. I, uh, <laughs> growing up, I visited the library often for school projects. Um, I'm curious, Anil, are you referring to a particular library or I think all libraries. libraries in general? I think libraries. I mean, I, I I think a lot of adults don't visit libraries. No, um, I will say though that my school library was my my haven, my refuge. Um, you know, in in between school school hours, I, I just used to sit and spend ages there looking for books. My school library was very bleak, and then one time they decided to move it because the the building, uh, yeah, they they just decided to move it, and I finished out my school year without a library because they just didn't replace it. My school library had books that were not for children. Ah, that too, mm. that too, separate issue. Um, <laughs> Um, Adiba says, uh, for a cool library, check out bookandbedtokyo.com. Uh, well, I, I assume it's bookandbedtokyo. It's a hostel and library. Sorry, can't type much. Driving. Drive safe, Adiba. Legion says, library, a place to rebuild civilization after the zombie apocalypse. This is true. I think about this a lot because um, you won't have Google. Mm. Yeah, the, the electricity grid might not stay but up for very long. why would you assume zombies can't get into a library? No, but you need knowledge. How are you going to build things? How are ah, you going to start fires? I see. How do you recognize poisonous plants? I suddenly feel very proud about being a book nerd. I always thought I'd die in a zombie apocalypse, but clearly not. You could be the zombie, not zombie librarian, but you could be the apocalypse librarian. I could be. Yeah. I volunteer. Yes, I also volunteer as tribute. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.